Today, I'm going to show you guys how I manage my 200 PPC campaigns in only 10 minutes a week, plus answer all the questions you guys submitted live. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Do you want to see how your listing or maybe competitors listing rates as to best practices for listing optimization? Or maybe you want to compare a group of ASINs or Amazon products to see how they compare to each other. Maybe you want to see within seconds the top keywords for a single listing or a group of listings. You can do that and more with the Helium 10 tool listing analyzer. For more information, go to h10.me forward slash listing analyzer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that is our monthly Ask Me Anything, where we go ahead and take your questions live after giving you a demo of a cool tool that can definitely give you serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. Today, you'll notice I've got my, what I call my Adtomic hat and shirt on. That's because I'm just going to give you guys kind of like a 10-minute run-through of what I do to go through and manage my PPC accounts. I've been using Adtomic for, since it was before Atomic used to be called ads. I've been using it for probably about three years um, now. And, um, you know, I have probably over 200 uh, PBC campaigns over three, four accounts that I uh, use it on. And I pretty much, you know, some, there can be a week where I don't even open it once. Like it's, it's doing everything for me on average. I would say I spend about 15 minutes a week, um, just checking out what's going on and, implementing suggestions and things like that. And that's over 200 campaigns. So let me just give you kind of like a little idea about how I roll through it. Like maybe you used to use Atomic before, but but trust me, it's like way different um, now. Now, a lot of this stuff, I already just recently audited, audited uh, the account. So you might not see too much um, new information um, here, but let me just show you what like my, my process is and, and why it only takes me like 15 minutes. Now, first of all, I, I have everything set up in, in kind of like my my campaigns talk to each other, all right? And and regardless if you guys use Atomic or not, this is how I feel you guys should set up your PPC, all right? You have these groups of campaigns that all go to one product and you've got one that's a exact manual campaign. You've got a broad or phrase match campaign. I like to call that a research campaign. Uh, you've got an auto campaign. And then you've got an ASIN product targeting campaign, potentially a sponsored display campaign, and then potentially sponsored brand headline uh, campaign. So all of these kind of talk to each other. The auto and the broad campaigns, you can view those as kind of like keyword harvesting campaigns, discovery campaigns. You're discovering keywords that you might not be targeting yet. And then if you find some good ones, now you move it to the exact product mark, uh, product uh, targeting campaign. Maybe you move it to the exact match keyword campaign. All right. But again, everything talks to each other so that, you know, the, the campaigns are benefiting each other. All right. So this is what I, uh, let me just show you how I set up that, that kind of like flow that I just talked about. So for example, here is my large coffin shelf uh, rule, rule group. All right. So we've got a large and a small coffin shelf or a large coffin shelf. And then there's a variation where it's a large and a small together. All right. I'm targeting both of those in my PPC campaigns. And here's the uh, rules that I have set up so that I am not having to just, you know, every day download Excel sheets and make pivot tables and things like that. What I did is I put all of those campaigns right here in, in, 
in a group of campaigns. I've got my performance campaign. I actually have two. You know, I probably hit like 25, uh, 20 or 25 targets in one. So like now I, I only add it to a new one. I've got my product targeting campaign. It's an ASIN targeting campaign, sponsor display, my auto campaign, and my uh, research campaign. Uh, campaign, which I actually have as a broad. And as you can see, what these checkbox that I'm showing on the screen, for those of you watching this, is I'm saying, hey, if you find a keyword in the research campaign, like a broad, right? Like let's say I'm targeting a broad target coffin shelf, and all of a sudden I get sales on this keyword coffin shelf for gothic decor, like a long tail keyword that I wasn't targeting. I'm saying, hey, find it here, and then go ahead and put it in my performance campaign. Because instead of waiting for Amazon to show me in this broad match and just like hope that Amazon shows me, no, I wanna target it specifically, all right? So that's basically all these little boxes up here is me telling Atomic to look for keywords in certain campaigns that I don't have in the other one. And then if it's good, go ahead and, and add that keyword as a manual target, be a product or keyword. Now. It's not just any keyword. Um, you can put your own criteria. So as you can see, what I, this is just me. This is not saying, oh, you guys have to copy what I'm doing right here. I said, I only want you to move this keyword to an exact campaign or suggest to me to do it if it gets at least two orders. Because, you know, sometimes there might be one or like it might be complete fluke. You know, like maybe Amazon has me in an auto campaign and for some crazy reason they showed me for my coffin shelf for uh, you know, a keyword egg tray or something like that, right? And then it could be like five days after clicking the ad, maybe the person actually does buy a coffin shelf, you know? It's probably not gonna happen again, right? So I, I put here a minimum of two because to me, I'm like, hey, I want two people to order something. Then I know, hey, this is probably kind of like a good, uh, a good keyword. And, and then I said, and I want my A cost to be 30%. You know, if I had to spend 200% A costs just to get these two sales, probably not that great of a keyword. And so basically that that's what it's doing. It's going to, it's, it's going to, it's going to look at this. I, I could set here the look, this is by the way, this bottom part is all new. I could look at the look back period. You know, some people might say, Hey, I want to look at the last 30 days. Some people say, Hey, no, I want, I, I'm a big seller. You know, I'm doing spending a thousand dollars a day. Uh, I, I want to look every five days. If, if there's new ones that meet this criteria, I, I put last 60 uh, days and then, Hey, how often do I want to check this? I put daily. Um, and then what time zone do I want this rule uh, to be off of? Now I could automate this, right? I could automate it, but I'm not going. I don't automate my mind because I just like to be able to 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 click on it. Now, what about on the flip side? It's arguably more important to have good negative match um, rules set up. All right, so I've got a negative match on this auto campaign, and let me just show you how I have that set up. Let me go to one of my negative match ones. All right, so the, I, I do this on a campaign by campaign basis. In the negative match, my, my rules aren't talking to each other. My campaigns aren't talking to each other, all right? Because I, I just like to isol, uh, do it in isolation. So I put here, hey, oh, I don't know why I didn't put this. Somebody put six clicks. I don't want to get a negative match if it's just six clicks. So I'm going to put uh, $10 here or $5 spent. So what does that mean? So, so people people have their hands in the cookie jar in the Project X account and keep screwing up my, <laughs> my things and I have to end up changing it back. Anyways, what this means is I'm saying, hey, if I get 15 clicks on a keyword or a search term in this auto campaign with getting zero sales, I want 
Atomic to suggest to me to go ahead and negative match this so that I stop spending. Or if I spend $5, regardless of the number of clicks, on a certain search term with zero sales, I want Atomic to suggest to me to negative match that. And that's all this is doing, all right? So this is what, again, I don't care if you guys are not using Atomic, if you're just downloading spreadsheets, this is kind of like what you should be doing, right? I hope you're doing something like this where, you know, every few weeks you kind of, uh, you know, audit what's going on on your PPC so that you're not wasting your spend, all right? So that's the kind of just the simple structure. I can go a lot deeper into, you know, budget rules and, and different kinds of, uh, you know, situations there for what I want Atomic to look at, but I like to keep my stuff real simple. And then, so basically once a week, I come in here to my suggestions and, oh yeah, by the way, one, one thing I forgot to tell you guys is I set everything at target A cost, all right? There's different rules for my bidding, all right? So I was talking about keyword harvesting, keyword negative, what my rules were. Well, there's different rules that I could pick for, uh, pick for my bidding. As you can see, I put everything here on, uh, and this is like AI powered. I want to target a cost. Like I want the campaign to perform at a 20% a cost on almost all of these. All right. Uh, I, I could choose max impressions or max orders. Then it's not looking too much at the a cost, but just, just for this account, I have everything on uh target a cost and then I could put min ma max bid. You know, like maybe I have a $10 product and I know I never want to go past $1 on a, on a cost per click. So I could say, Hey, for my bid, I never want atomic to try and raise this bid on this search term or on this target, I should say for more than $1 or I want to, I never want to suggest to me something lower than, than this. All right. So, so that's, that's, uh, that's another thing. So now once a week I have my, my bidding, uh, you know, targeting, uh, algorithms here. I've got my rules as far as my positive keywords, my negative keywords. All I have to do is go to the suggestions. All right. And then for example, uh, what I'm looking at here is the AI bids. So, Hey, my, my target a cost is 20% and let uh, on this keyword, my a cost is 86%. So it's telling me to go ahead and lower my bid. All right here. And then if I, if I agree with the suggestion, all I have to do is click one button. I can actually click the whole entire page here if I agree with all these suggestions and it happens instantly. I'm not finding it in Seller Central. Where is this campaign? Where, you know, let me click on edit bid and, and let me, you know, find it, this and that. That would take just by itself, you know, like how, how many, I have 179 bid changes I need to make. Do you know how long it would be to find these in my, in this account only has like maybe like 75 campaigns, but to go find them in these 75 campaigns and go into the ad group and everything and change these one by one, that would take forever. I could literally do it in 10 seconds right here. If I just click a couple of buttons, all right? Um, here is my new keywords. I actually do have two ones, all right? So let's take a look at what it found. All right, take a look at this. Look at this keyword here, coffin shaped shelf, all right? I spent $7 on this and I got $89 worth of sales, all right? And this was from an auto campaign. And so what is it telling me to do? It's saying, hey, click me and then go ahead and add this to your manual campaign and potentially your broad match campaign. Now, again, am I having to go find these campaigns, add a target, set the bid and all that stuff like I would if, I, if, if, I'm, down, if I'm working in Seller Central uh, manually? No, I just click one button and boom goes the dynamite. It is now 
done. It is now added to that campaign so that I can go ahead and target that manually. Here's another keyword that I just found. Again, this, it must have found this in the last four days because I, I just audited this. I just went through all my suggestions like three days ago. Wooden egg rack. I spent $5 on uh, which campaign is it? another auto campaign. I got $55 worth of sales. It's saying, hey, go ahead and add these to the your manual campaign. All right. It, it would do the same thing for ASIN targets as well that it might find in the auto campaign. Again, negative keywords. It's it's It didn't find anything right now but that's where it would be, all right? Now, what if you're just getting into Atomic and you don't have all your rules set up and, and you're just setting up your campaigns, it might take a while. What I suggest doing is like audits on your account, all right? And I just did this audit. Let me show you the kind of audits that, that I do. I go right in here to analytics and the first thing that I want, and again, nothing should come up here that's not already negative matched because I, like I said, I already went through this, but let me show you what I did to in seconds across my account, find the worst keywords. So what I did was I said, hey, I'm looking back at the last two months of PPC activity here. And I'm saying, hey, I wanna see something that gave me zero sales, all right? But I had at least 30 clicks, and I'm on the wrong page here. I need to go to the search term page. Let me go to the search term. I, I could look at this at the ad group level, campaign level, target level. I'm going all the way down to the search term level in this case, all right? So again, I'm saying, hey, I had zero PPC orders, but I ha I spent, uh, let's just say $8 at least on a keyword or on a search term. And what came up? Look at this, right instantly. Now, now Grant, I I'm positive I already negative match all of these because like I said, I just did this audit. But look, if I had done this earlier, I would have saved myself $152 right here. I, this is not a big account, guys. This Project X account doesn't do that much uh, in sales anymore. But still, this is how much money I was wasting, $152. I can just negative match all of these in one fell swoop right, right instantly. All right, what about the flip side? What if I wanna find some killer keywords? Again, all of this is automated anyway, so that, that's why I don't have to negative match any of these because it already did it. But what, what if I'm like, hey, is there anything that, is 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 doing really well for me that maybe I could increase my bid on. So I'm gonna go to my target instead of search term level, all right? And I'm gonna say, hey, show me something that got at least one order, but the ACOS was less than 5%, like crazy kind of ACOS, right? And take a look, there was uh, three targets that hit that, all right? Now you can see I already changed it, but but look at this. I was targeting this ASIN in an, it must've been in a product targeting uh, or sponsor display. Look at this. It was a sponsor display campaign, guys. I spent a dollar and 42 cents and I sold $119 worth of product for a 1% ACOS. I could be leaving money on the table by having such a low bid. So my bid before was 47 cents. So you can see I already took action and I raised it up, almost doubled the bid to see what would happen. Look at this one. Here's one where this broad match target, fresh egg holder countertop, I had the bid at 51 cents. And after one click, I got $18 worth of sales. So now I, I raised the bid to $1 because I'm like, all right, let, let's see if I can get some more action on this keyword. But again, I, I click literally two things to be able uh, to uh, find this. So um, so this is this is why, guys, I have 
four Amazon accounts and over 200 campaigns. This is why I can spend 10 minutes a week doing all of it and, 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 and manage, manage, um, everything. Now I was going to go into a refund genie a little bit, but I, I went kind of long here on Atomic. So I want to just make sure there's enough time for, for Q and a. So at this time, um, I, I I'm going to check back in the questions to see what questions you guys were asking. You can ask me about anything helium 10, uh, related here. And it doesn't have to be about PPC. doesn't have to be about ad, uh, atomic. All right, here we go. What can we do to reduce PPC? I pay a lot and every product I sell is paid for, uh, by Amazon. All right. So one thing is don't think about it as far as, re uh, you know, reduce PPC. Like if you're profitable, who cares if you spend a million dollars on PPC, if you're making $8 million, right. And you're profitable, right? So it's not just about the amount you're spending, but if you're be thinking more of in terms of profitability, if you're spending so much on PPC, that you are no longer profitable when you make a sale, yes, that is something you absolutely need to tackle. And there's different metrics you can look at that. You know, you, maybe you're looking at your tacos, your total ACoS. Maybe you're looking at just your ACoS at the campaign level and you need to know what is your break-even point? What At what ACoS or tacos are you able to turn a profit? And then that's the goal you set. And again, I just showed you guys how to do it in Atomic. You put in that goal of what you're trying to do where you know you can be profitable and it's going to uh, uh, kind of give you these suggestions automatically on what how you need to um, lower your bids in order to hit that goal. And at the same time, it's not just about lowering bids, it's about stopping altogether spend on keywords that just are not doing it for you. So pretty much everything that I just showed you today, um, that is exactly what you, you need to be doing. You know, even if you, whether you have Atomic or whether you don't have Atomic doesn't matter. Uh, you need to be auditing your account, looking at those metrics. Another Facebook user says, what is the best ACoS? The, the best ACoS is what you could make money on, all right? For some people, it's 5% because they have very slim margins. Some people, it's you could be like 80% ACoS, right? And you're not making money. But guess what? It's okay because you've got products in like uh, subscribe and save or some kind of replenishment, right? Where you're you're willing to lose money on that first order because you're selling tea or you're selling coffee or something like that because you know that they're going to turn on subscribe and save or a certain percentage of customers. So you're willing to lose money on that first order and because you're going to get that money back. All right, so again, the, the answer to your question is there is no magic ACoS number. The magic number is whatever you can still be profitable at. Another Facebook user says, what subscription should we upgrade to so I can communicate with me more? Um, the way that you can communicate with me, regardless of levels, is here. Once a month, we open this up so you can talk to me um, on, these, uh, on this uh, Ask Me Anything. Um, if you want to be able to reach out to me in the Facebook group that I check every day, it's the elite group. So only Helium 10 elite members have direct access to me. You can even book one-on-one -on -one calls with me if you're a Helium 10 uh, elite member. And you, we also have weekly Zoom calls that usually I'm on as well. So lots of touch points in the elite program. I'm not trying to sell you elite right now because guess what? If you want to sign up for elite right now, you can't. It's closed. It only opens up uh, certain times of year and right now it's closed, but you know, Go to helium10.me forward slash elite. I think there's might be a waiting list there. And if you want to join that so that you could be able to talk to myself and Carrie and Shivali and Kevin King, then um, yeah, make sure to sign up for the wait, uh, wait list for that. 
Another Facebook user says, I hired somebody, but unfortunately I don't get any profit. I pay a very high fee. For instance, the payment is 500. Are you talking about you hired somebody for PPC management? If so, don't do it. I, I, I suggest to anybody out there, don't outsource your PPC unless it is a resourcing thing. In other words, that you, you know, you're trying to expand and you're a one person, one man or one woman show, and you just don't have the bandwidth to do PPC, but you know how to do PPC. Okay. In that sense, go ahead and hire an agency or, or a service provider to, 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 to take care of it. But it's important that you know PPC really well yourself first. Otherwise, it's going to be hard for you to judge the work of an agency or a service provider if you don't know what is good and what is bad management. Now, my suggestion, if you do have the bandwidth, you 100% should be doing PPC yourself, all right? You absolutely should be doing it yourself. Like, it's not that difficult. It's it's complicated, right? There's a lot of moving parts. But as you can see, tools like Atomic just completely simplify the process and make it really fast. And that's why, to me, it's not even a bandwidth issue. If I can manage two, I mean, guys, I, I work at Helium 10 full time, more than full time. Like you think I have time to be managing all the, all, all, all these things uh, on my own. I, that's, I only spend 20 minutes working on PPC and that's, that's for four Amazon accounts. And I have a, I have a full time day job, right? It's not that much. You should be doing Atomic your, uh, yourself, or you should be doing PPC yourself, uh, in my opinion, if you have a tool like Atomic. Now, if you are trying to do it on your own, and you have to do it manually and you've got 200 campaigns, what I do in 15 minutes would take you maybe five hours a week, if not more. All right, just look at that. Remember that bid uh, page that I was showing you guys? 179 bids after just five days to change. Like what? That, that just takes forever to do manually and even to get to those calculations. So if if you are on your own, I, I highly recommend not hiring out. And, and there are plenty of great agencies out there and there is a need for them. Like we love agencies uh, out there. I have them on this show, right? Um, but the, those, the ones who I suggest using those are the ones who have kind of like outgrown. They're like, hey, I, I, I'm a seven-figure seller and I've got 3,000 campaigns to manage, right? And I've only got one employee. I, I don't want to have to train somebody from scratch. Okay, go ahead and hire an agency. But if that's not you, uh, I think you should be, be doing PPC yourself. Somebody says the A cost was 1%. Yeah, on that on that example that I showed of how I had this crazy good search term, I had one where the A cost was 1.18%. And then, so that's a situation where it's like, uh, let me raise my bid up, right, on this target because you might be leaving money on the table when your A cost is so low because like let, let's say my bid where I got that 1.18%, what was it? It was 47 cents, right? Maybe that 47 cent bid is only getting me impressions 10% of the time. Like at the end of the day, when other people's uh, budgets are out, oh, then I start getting some bids or I start getting impressions at that 47 cents. Maybe if I raise it to $1, I could be getting impressions all day long. All right. Is my is my A cost going to be 1%? No, but I don't care. If my A cost is 10%, 10 times as much. I'm still making money like crazy because if my break-even point is 20, 25%, that 10% is still making me money. So that's why you want to look at the small A cost and don't just like pat yourself on the back and say, I'm, I'm a PPC king. No, you want to raise that bid up because you, you might be leaving money on the table. All right, let's keep going with the questions now. 
Um, Dennis says, what should be an uh, approximate ad spend to justify atomic monthly fee? It it depends on what how you value your time. It's one ninety nine uh, a month for atomic, and that includes ten per ten thousand dollars spent. All right, so that basically that means if you are spending less than ten thousand, if you are paying Amazon in PPC fees less than ten thousand dollars a month you're only paying that flat rate of atomic $199. So at that point, it's a matter of how do you value your time? Like if, if you value your time at $50 an hour, right? If you value your time at $50 an hour and it takes you 10 hours a month to do your PPC, that means you're kind of spending $500 of your own time on PPC. And in, in that sense is $200 of atomic to take that 10 hours down to 30 minutes or or less than one hour, is that worth it? Absolutely, it's worth it, you know? Um, above that, it's still a matter of time uh, savings, all right? If you're spending $20,000 a month to PPC, you've got a pretty big operation, all right? You know, you're probably a million-dollar uh, seller if you're spending twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 a month on PPC. It probably would take you a full-time employee to manage your PPC or paying an agency like a thousand dollars a month or something like that. Right. So in that sense, again, it's probably worth it to, to have atomic. It's all, there's no right or wrong answer. It's about how you value your time. If you only value your time at $10 an hour and it only takes you 10 hours a month to do PPC now manually, is it worth it to get atomic? Probably not. I'll, I'll be honest. Probably not. But if you value your time more then then I would say it's worth it. Uh, Dennis. How to get initial reviews apart from the Vine program. That's pretty much it. You know, like for, if you're talking about like some actual service that is terms of service uh, approved, it's Vine. You know, that that's the only program that Amazon has for reviews. Now, if you just want to get a better chance at getting more reviews, you can use the request to review. Amazon uh, allows you to send one request to review per order to customers uh, has to be at least, I believe, eight days after the product delivers. So you can automate that in Helium 10 follow-up, all right? You don't have to click one by one each order. Just say, hey, let's say, hey, 13 days after the product uh, is ordered, send a request to review. That actually triggers the Amazon request to review inside of Seller Central, but you're doing it from Helium 10 follow-up, and then you could just say, hey, do it on this day and and only orders in this marketplace or only this ASIN, this this schedule, this other ASIN, this other schedule. You can automate that and basically do set it and forget it. And then that can give you a better chance of getting a review because uh, your customers are theoretically reminded to, to leave a review more. Sergio says, what factors do you decide to negate a keyword or pause campaigns? It's very rare that I pause a whole campaign, right? Like, like you know, you... Like, I don't think I've ever paused a whole campaign because, you know, my campaigns will have five, 10, maybe 15 targets. Sure, will I pause a target in the campaign? But all 15 of my targets are bad and I'm making me pause. Like, that, that's very rare, you know. Um, but to negate a keyword, I, I showed you what, what I put in Atomic. I, I put, hey, I want at least 15, 20, sometimes 25 clicks and slash or a... Uh, spend that's equal to 50% or more of the retail price of my product. So if I'm selling a $30 product, I put $15. In other words, if I get $15 worth of spend on a target with zero sales, I'm probably going to go ahead and uh, uh, pause that that uh, target. What if the uh, another uh, 
question from Sergio is, what if the keyword is highly relevant but competitive and have to spend a lot to rank? The, check your conversion rate, all right? So, so look at your conversion rate for that keyword in uh, search query performance and see if it's really bad compared to your niche as a whole. You gotta figure out why, all right? So it's not just a matter of, oh, let me pause this or let me just keep spending a, a lot more money, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It's a matter of, you gotta figure out if that is your most important keyword, why are you not converting for it? Why are people converting for others more than yours? Is it your price? Is it your pictures? Is it your bullet points? What is it? You know, that's something that's very important uh, to consider. I don't just blindly, you know, change bids or just pause or just give up on a keyword just because I'm spending too much money. At the same time, I don't just blindly keep it going because I know this keyword is important. I have to understand why my conversion rate is not good on it and try and fix it. Uh, Matt says, I've noticed that my overall A cost for my PPC has almost doubled to 28% over the last two weeks. Does PPC usually get expensive around Christmas? Yes, a, a cost per click goes up a, a lot. People raise their budgets, they raise their bids sometimes, and that's just gonna drive up the cost. So um, that is, uh, I'm not saying, oh, you gotta deal with it and, and be happy with losing money, but no, if, if you're asking, is this typical for this time of year? The answer is yes, uh, you know, and the reason why is because, again, people's budgets are higher, so that means less people are running out, potentially, of, of, of budget so that you're not getting in at those cheaper prices that maybe you would towards the end of the day normally. Other people are just, like, taking a blanket uh, raising of their bids across the board so that to try and make sure they get top of search, you know, and that could be raising the bids as well. But, yeah, th this is a very competitive time for PBC. Tony says, what is the thing with the electronics category? Why don't you get data? Hey, well, it's not, I mean, it's, we can only give what Amazon gives. And so a lot of products in the electronics category, Amazon doesn't give parent level BSR. So that means we can't have a sales estimate for it. Uh, Dauda says, I spent $500 a day in ads. Uh, I get over 200,000 impressions, 350 clicks, but zero sales from those. However, my organic sales are extremely good. Is it because of my impressions, my clicks? I, I'd make sure you're, uh, what is your look back period? I would not look this week. Make sure that you're looking at least one to two weeks back. And if those are the numbers you're seeing, that's very strange. I don't think I've ever seen 350 clicks in zero sales. Now, now, if that's across like, you know, 40 keywords or something, okay, well, well, that makes a little bit of sense. But first of all, make sure you're you're looking outside of just the, the attribution window. If you're looking within the seven days, it could very well be that somebody today is gonna click on something or going to buy something that they clicked on maybe a week ago or something. Uh, and you might be looking at the data and it'll say, say zero sales, but if you look at that same data for this week in two weeks, it'll say you had sales. So I would make sure you're looking back at least two weeks, first of all. But then if if it is true that you're just not getting sales, you, you gotta figure out why. Are these keywords relevant to your listing? Now, if you've just got a whole bunch, if those 350 clicks is across 50 keywords, right, so that each one is less than 10, I'm not sure it's, it's, it's time to panic yet because like I said, I wait until I get 15, 20 clicks with no sales before I start worrying or thinking that's not gonna be good for me. You know, maybe only seven clicks per keyword has happened. Who knows? Maybe your eighth click, you're going to get a, a sale. So it all depends on what kind of, um, what time period you're, you're looking back on. Uh, 
Oh, and your your second question kind of uh, alludes to that. Uh, Dauda says, could clicks that haven't been attributed to sales for that day be attributed to a high organic sales the following day? Uh, clicks can't be attributed to organic uh, uh, sales. Like it's either one or the other. But if 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 the sale uh, the 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 sale that you see might not be updated in Amazon as a PPC order. If that's what you're asking, then yes, that is possible, which is again why I suggest looking no less than uh, a week a week back and and older instead of looking at this week. We got one more here. Let's see. Matt says, I love the Freedom Ticket course. Great job. Learned a lot. Can you recommend a Google PPC course? I'm looking to drive more external traffic from Google directly to my Amazon listing. I've been actually looking into trying to create some content, not myself because I'm not a Google expert, but we might be bringing some Google ads into uh, Helium 10 as far as in our training so that we can you know, let people know how to drive that external traffic. But even you know, something that's very lucrative these days, even more than Google ads from what I hear is TikTok uh, shop. And, and so I, I suggest looking into TikTok shop if you haven't done uh, so yet, Matt, and we'll have some content about that soon as well. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. This is something that our serious sellers club and our elite members get every single week here, which is our ask me anything. But once a month, we go ahead and open it up to everybody like we did today. And we also repurpose this as a podcast. So thank you guys so much for joining us and we'll see you next week. If you're an SSC member, we'll see you guys next month. If you're just in our Facebook groups and make sure to write all your questions down about Helium 10 and I'll try and get them uh, answered right here live on the air. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye-bye now.